When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 34 and 35 of The Shadow Rising, He Who Comes with the Dawn, and Sharp Lessons. Enjoy! All right, season four, episode 17? I don't know. It's been so long since we recorded. I think we're on 17. If we're not, it's 17 now. And we do have one new patron. Um, actually, technically two. Um, one's an honorary patron, so we'll talk about both of those. So we have uh, Marmalade Gin. Yeah. I like, I like most liquors, but I don't like gin. I don't always like the skin Woo! I'm in, but I love the way you move me. Um, hey, and yo. then... So, um, so path, <laughs> we made an honorary patron, uh, so he can kind of join us if he wants to. I don't know if he's in chat tonight or not, um, but we made him an honorary patron because um, he has recruited more people to our Discord server than anyone else, uh, exception of maybe me because it's my server and I recruit, but but right. I don't count. <laughs> so <laughs> so he he's he's been recruiting like entire community um, of first time readers. So, Wait, so in honor you, of him. You know this? Do they have when you have people sign up? Is there one of those things where it's like, did somebody refer you? How did you hear about us? Please type their name well, here. So there's multiple ways. So first of all, when people actually do join and they're doing the introductions, they've been saying, "Yeah, Sopath brought me in here." Yeah, Sopath. So oh. people have been kind of calling them out, but right. also through the admin abilities, I can go into the settings and see who invited who. Can Discord I, does tell me. Has Has he won anything <laughs> from the from us yet? No. Does he live in the United States? I believe so. Send that send that person a floaty <laughs> mug. Okay, cool. I'm, the, I'm this guy. So path, a floaty mug path. coming towards you. Your last <laughs> one that we give away uh, for for Shemeshja, um that was international shipping. So oh. well, <laughs> like I haven't reached my limit yet, so it couldn't have been that much. <laughs> it went to it went to Dubai. So. Okay. <laughs> I probably like. Well, I shouldn't say that. Come up on shipping was actually wasn't that bad. So like shipping, shipping in the, shipping a floaty's mug in the states. I think it's like twelve bucks, and to Dubai is twenty five bucks. So I mean, it was oh. more expensive, but like not like. It might take a while super, to get there, but yeah, it's gonna take a long time to get there. Yeah. But yeah, it'll get there. It's on its way. It, we we do, we do cheap shipping. We don't do that extra added <laughs> expensive stuff. You'll get it when you get it. How do you it's ground ship across the ocean? <laughs> There's a guy well, holding a boulder you. just walking across the bottom. <laughs> With a mail sack on his back. Mm. Almost there. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> M-A-I-L. So, let's on his back. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be on his front? Any... 
<laughs> Come on, Chris. <laughs> wow. we're, we're derailing really early tonight. Um, so other news going on. Um, we did start a TikTok a while ago. Yeah, the Will Reeds has his own TikTok. And I actually started making videos. And I've been pretty steadily making TikTok, I guess, I think videos or TikToks. I don't know. I make them. And I don't really have any rhyme or reason because I don't really care about it. Uh, it's more just me being dumb. Um, but I'm going to start doing giveaways on TikTok too. I do them on Twitter. I do them on Facebook occasionally. I actually add them to my list. So I'm going to start doing TikTok giveaways. Because the thing about TikTok is like, it's insane. I make like one video and like literally it's a 10 second video of like nothing of me going like, hey guys. And I get like within a minute, 3,000 views. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so Who's that one guy that just goes, hey guy? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So I don't know their algorithm. I don't understand it. Um, I'll do something serious and like, I'll get like a hundred views and I'll do something dumb. Like, like, Hey, here's a picture of my computer screen and it gets like thousands of views. I don't. Yeah. So TikTok's weird. I don't understand it yet, but I'm using it. So I'm going to use it. I'm going to actually put clips of the podcast. So instead of doing like normal, I used to do like sizzles on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I can link my TikTok to my Instagram so I can just do sizzles through TikTok and then it automatically will post those also on, on Instagram. So I'm gonna start doing those cause it's easy. Um, yeah. And then, um, unfortunately, um, and, and some sadder news and Ian will appreciate this. Um, um, they decided to, uh, as a company, only fans decided to go ahead and stop allowing sexual content. So the wheel reads only fans is now gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ian had his headphones off for that one, so he didn't get to hear about that sad news. Um, I, I was talking about how our Only OnlyFans page got taken down because of the new oh, direction yeah, yeah. the company's going. Right, and um, so unfortunately, that well, I went and put level, a fig leaf uh, over we, everything, but we're just not getting <laughs> as, as many hits. Yeah, so so sorry that patron level's now gone. Um, <laughs> well, for, for for Chris, we needed a banana leaf. The, the fig leaf wasn't doing it. <laughs> they came back. They said, that's not enough. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, so as far as guests going, um, so recording this on a Tuesday night and if we record on Sunday, we're going to have a guest. We're supposed to have a guest tonight. He got stuck. He can't come tonight. So if we record on Sunday, he's going to be there on Sunday. Um, if he can't, we still have a guest next Tuesday. So maybe two episodes from now, we are welcoming back a content creator that we love and adore and love to have on the way the leaf. The yes. two brothers, uh, puppets, are coming back yes. on on August thirty first is when we record that. It'll be the next week uh, when we do that, um, and I'll be doing a giveaway that night as well. Um, uh, at least announcing one, uh, awesome. maybe on TikTok, maybe on Twitter. I don't know. We'll do something. And then also, we had, I mentioned last time we have t shirts in design. We got some of the initial uh, rough drafts of the t shirts, and they look awesome. Uh, at least the one of them. So uh, really excited about our time traveling Tam t shirt that's in design right now because well, I thought awesome. that was tattoo design I thought we were signing up for tattoos oh we can do that too I thought we were doing that Jordan Con yeah let's do it full send get a little yeah. left one on my left butt cheek yeah yeah Jordan Con if we if we get enough patrons uh, if, let's say let's say like what are we at 62 patrons right now if we get to let's see that's all the way in April let's do a stretch goal 100 patrons I'll get a tattoo. I don't know if anybody else wants to commit to that. I'll get a tattoo for 100 patrons. I'll get I a tattoo. Tattoos. I don't know that it would be the time traveling Tam, although it might because it's definitely coming together. Yeah. I think I'll just get the Will Reeds. Yeah. Somewhere on I would do a Will Reeds. My grandma won't let me get a tattoo. Oh. 
We, you can do yours in henna ink. We'll do I, yours in henna ink. Can I say something? About that, I'll do, and then we can cover can my entire Can I say something very sheet. insensitive right now? Yes. I mean, April's a long way away, man. You might not have to worry about <laughs> what, what Grandma thinks. You, you, you say so, that. I feel so she bad. Bro- she breaks the... She breaks the femur, and now she's walking better than That's she did saying. before. She, she doctor so. says it's stronger than it was before. She's she's next to your girlfriend, squatting two eighty, going, "Come on, women, that's all you got." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She's back to five ten. <laughs> Grandma, you grew two inches. Yeah. So I, I, I my, my parents also do not want me to have tattoos, but I already have them. So whatever. Um. <laughs> I never, I never actually told my parents I got tattoos. It was just like, never got mentioned again. Like I remember when I was in high school, I talked about getting a tattoo. My parents were like, if you ever get a tattoo, you're out of my house. You're not getting paid for college. And then like, it was at some point, like, like I said, the beach or something like that. I took my shirt off, and not a word was spoken about it. But it was just like, yeah, I got them now. Sorry. By the uh, way, <laughs> by the way, um, this happened. So. I wasn't going to tell my Let's parents, go. but after I got my first tattoo, Alan immediately called my mom and said, Ian's got a cock on his foot. It says seize the cock. <laughs> Just wanted to let you know. <laughs> cock. Your son. Cock. And then I mailed her a dildo. Um. Yeah. <laughs> That's the long game on that joke, man. <laughs> you, you let that season uh, for long 15 game. years, 16 years. Let it marinate yeah, a little bit. There for bam. A... <laughs> Boom, right there. <laughs> so, yeah, um, let's go ahead to uh, move on to uh, personal life. So, um, as far as personal life goes, I went sailing last weekend on uh, our first major competition that I have sailed in in years. It was a overnight race um, out in the bay. Um, I don't know, really. I didn't even check the results and how we did. Um, I don't think we did well. But we drank a lot, and we had a lot of fun. So, we, we won. We, we, Won the party. We won that part. Of, yeah, we won the That's party. That's all that uh, matters. We had a good time out there, though. I mean, it's really tough when you're sailing at night. Um, you can't. So normally, like the boat I was sailing on too didn't have a lot of technology on it, which is fine for sailing. But night sailing, I realized how much technology does help uh, when you have yeah. instrument data uh, spinning back at you. And and the other thing is like with currents, um, it was a really really weird current shifts because one of the full moon, so you had really really high tide shifts. And then also we had a storm off the coast in New England, so we had a lot of water water moving around the bay. So the currents were just extremely rough, uh, just really high currents. And normally you can just look at a, a buoy, like a crab pod or a channel marker, and see which way the current's going. But at nighttime, you can't see shit. So um, a couple times it, we, we just were bucking current really bad and just got in really bad spots um, and kind of just went backwards for a little bit. But... We, we made it back in at four o'clock in the morning and it was a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, it took me a while to recover. So that's my personal life and what's going on with me. Nothing really coming up. Uh, my in-laws coming this weekend. That's nothing really too exciting. Just, yeah. Yay. All right. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys? Uh, so I played army for a little bit. Um, posted some pictures of that. We didn't really have too much to do in my section. So we took a couple days off, and we're up in Northern Virginia, D.C. area. So we went to the new uh, Army Museum, which is right near Fort Belvoir. Uh, did a day in Arlington out there. Visited some buddies. Uh, was excused to call some old friends while I was out there. Um, the guy that I shared a tent with uh, in my first deployment, he's actually stationed at Fort Belvoir. He's getting ready to retire because you know he stayed active the whole time. He met me out there, and we just 
you know, started shooting the breeze, catching up and everything. It was, it was a really good time. And then I raced from there down to Outer Banks, North Carolina. Did um, just shy of a week with the family. They were out there a couple days before me. Uh, we were just talking about this earlier. I mean, everybody, I guess vacation is the same thing for everybody. The first couple of days, you're like, gosh, this is going to last forever. This is great. This is just what I need. And then you blink, and it's time to pack up and go home. And that's how this was. So definitely need to get back down there. Not enough vacation time. Ended up getting sick at the end. Kind of still feel like crap tonight. Um, but I don't think it's COVID. I got both tests. I got the rapid test, and I was negative. And then they did the other one that takes a few days. Um, they were saying the rapid one you know the stats now it's like only 50 percent accurate so if you take that and it's negative but you're still showing symptoms you should do the other one that takes a few days so that's where we're at and i'm supposed to close on house on monday um but i'm not i'm not getting crazy excited if it falls through i'll fill y'all in on the story um man there's been some craziness there, a lot of ups and downs, and a lot of stress. But we might make it happen. We'll see. Yeah. And my youngest uh, is going into kindergarten. So we have out. his, I guess it's not a back to school. Uh, what do they call it? If it's your first time ever. It's like open house orientation sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Going to that uh, open on house. Thursday. So. Is the house you're buying down close to here? or uh, Tueno. So same, okay. same school system as the Closer. kids. Yeah. Okay, cool. But right off the highway. So if you ever visit, nice. super close. Yeah. That's it. How about you, Chris? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, we had our open house on Monday. And I have kids tomorrow. So for those of you that teach or have been in a school in a any form of capacity, you know how chaotic it can be you know, the first week or two leading up to, and then introducing kids back in. Um, it's even worse when you're coming in from COVID, trying to figure out what the mandates are going to be without getting any form of guidance. So quite literally, we were told at 3.30 this afternoon, you guys will have lunch. We don't know if it's going to be in your classroom or if it's going to be in the cafeteria. You're going to have breakfast, but we're going to send the kids to the class first, and then we're going to come escort them to get their breakfast because the kids have to remain six feet apart when they go to get their food. Um, but when they come to your classrooms, they only have to be three feet apart while they're eating. But they're supposed to be six feet apart, but hopefully, you know, you got them at least three feet apart. And, you know, even with your mask on as an adult, you have to be six feet away from your kids even though we only have room for you to be two feet away from your kids. So work that magic out. And by the way, you're going to have no less than 27 kids per class. (laughs) Yeah. And your your classroom is a 10 by 10. Figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) And, And like I met 38 of my students at the open house and six of them could not speak any English. Like no English. They got... 100% 100% mm-hmm. Spanish. What, I'm like, what grade level? I look, it doesn't mean I speak it. <laughs> so in, in your grade. middle school there, do they still have programs where those guys will leave for a class period and go work on their, like, an ESL type course? Dude, they're so far behind here. They make Newport News. Really? Like we, we've had that. Well, so we had a lot of gods. military, which brought in people from all over. But I know. Since I was little, 
if you're an ESL student, every day you broke away for a class period and you worked you worked on your language skills. I mean, the way Newport News is set up now, they have a, their own school oh, for really? ESL students for elementary and the middle. Moving yeah, hmm. and like as you test out, you do just that. Depending on your level, you can go shift into your regular school, but in Charlotte things are quite backwards. So like where they first off it's common core, so they're not even teaching they're teaching to their standards. So they are teaching to a set of standards, but like we start out with geometry, which is a my worst subject I hated the most, but B, you know, one that is not often taught. So I'm glad they started with it, but then they're not even teaching the formulas and stuff. They're literally teaching like, here's a shape. You can fit three shapes in this shape. Now you should be able to figure out area. Hmm. Huh? Well, here's a unit shape. This unit shape makes up this shape by putting 15 units. I'm like, dude, just pull out a freaking ruler. <laughs> multiply. Measure the damn shape. You know, multiply. Squares, keep it moving. Like, hey, have you seen that video of that, that TikTok <laughs> of the guy getting frustrated watching the person? It's like that toy where it has all the shapes cut out in it, and then you get those shapes, and you have to slide it in the correct hole. But every single one of them fits in the square hole. <laughs> so he's watching the video of the guy who picks up like a star and that. fits in the square oh. hole, and then he picks up the circle, fits in the square hole, picks up the rectangle, turns it sideways, no. puts in the square ah. hole. The guy watching is like, ah, God. Yeah, you should play that on day one of your geometry class. Because <laughs> you'll be like, got yes. it. Everything's a square. Oh, you need to send me that because I will yeah. play it. <laughs> A rectangle's not always a square, but everything's a square. I will definitely play that. Sorry. Well, good luck. Yeah. Yep. So, needless to say, panic mode is ensuing, but yeah. it'll be what it'll be. Sounds good. Let's move uh, into predictions and into the chapter. So, I don't, uh, it's been a while, so I don't remember what you predicted last time. And it wasn't even about random, Matt. So, I just went back to pull some from back then. So, Matt's going to be the Dragon Reborn, was one that Ian thought. And then that Rand's going to unite the IEL. That's an old prediction. Let's kind of bring those back up when we go into this episode here. Uh, there were some other predictions too. You guys had some about this, and you guys can feel free to chime in. He's going to unite the yes. idea, the IEL that are left. Oh, First, he's got to clean up a little bit, and then the three that are left, mm -hmm. he will unite them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not wrong yet. We're just putting little asterisks on there. <laughs> The three that are left. I mean, we we way back when in book one said that he was uh, definitely an IEL and that his mother mm -hmm. was IEL, yes. and we were yeah. wrong well, about that. So yeah, wrong-ish, wrong-ish. Yeah, so we learned more a lot more about that here, uh, and we'll talk about that in a second. Well, yeah, but recently yeah. our so, definition of what I'll, is I'll IEL, I guess you can expand that depending on how far back you go. Like who's the, yeah, well, or is everybody? I think you did that or, with. If we go back to World War II, they're all to IEL. The, to the, you want to trace back to Mesopotamia and human history and talk right. about Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. how far back you want to go. <laughs> um, anyway, so let's go to uh, He Who Comes With the Dawn. And we have the dragon symbol. So this is chapter 34. Rand is Christ in his third coming. Yep. There you go. So Rand... Uh, Rand and Matt climb back up towards the camp after you know fighting off the bubble evil. They're and they're in pretty rough shape. Um, they've just been kind of, kind of, you know, put through the ringer. It's hot uh, with all that. With all that, and um, it's still dark outside, but the light's starting to come up a little bit. 
And Don, and all Rand's thinking about is the prophecy and thinking about it, about binding the Aeol and destroying them and how that's part of that prophecy that he heard uh, while he was walking through the, the glass pillars. And it's just, just bugging him, but he's trying to book it back to camp. And anything from that before we get to our good friend, Cool It In. Are we ready to talk about what it means to destroy the Aeol, or are we going to wait on that? It's up to you. You can talk about it now. Okay. So maybe, you know, I don't like to be wrong, uh, if y'all haven't picked up on that. I'm a little better about it now as I've gotten older, but as Alan will tell you when I was younger, even when I was wrong, I wasn't wrong. Like, I just refused to accept that I was wrong. Board games, life, anything. I refuse to so accept your my... reality and insert my own. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. That was me. I invented that. Um, but I kind I I feel like that's not the case here. I like I think I am getting vibes, especially because Rand the cool thing about him and his wishy-washiness is he's like he doesn't want to get forced into anything. He's it's not like he reads one of these or sees one of these uh prophecies and he's like, "Well, this is the path I have to follow." And he's not following what everybody tells him exactly. Um he's going to find his own uni- unique way to still fulfill it but like very differently and and we know rand's not a killer he doesn't want to be he doesn't want to destroy people i mean unless they're like bad people i guess um so yes i think he does end up having to i mean what's the phrase is it that he destroys the eel that he he binds them and destroys them Minds and okay, them. so like <clears throat> maybe their culture, maybe their way of life. Yeah, that's what I was gonna may, say. Like, maybe something more so subtle. Much. Yeah. yeah, I don't think. It's I mean, a... he. Go ahead, unless you finish your thought. No, I'm just rambling now. You, you, it's, it's they, they get more into it in a little I, bit, but yeah, go ahead. But see, that's the thing. Like, they even made the statement: we can't com- fully comprehend what it means. I think you're right. It may not be actually destroying them, but destroying their way of life by outing them. Like, here's the fact of the matter. Y'all were actually softies. Yeah. And you became hard people because, you know, you went against what you originally believed. So you're, you know, you're falsities. You, you preach all these harsh ways and you, you live by this code, but in actuality, your people were once, you know, singers and tree huggers and tree growers and, you know, pacifists. Yeah. You know, so even, even, turn even in our own culture, um, you could look at different religions. I mean, uh, I was raised Christian, so these stories are easier for me to remember. Uh, but you look at uh, Paul, Peter, Paul, Paul. Uh, and initially he was like a big persecutor of early Christians and everything and wrote against him and talked against him. And he was actually traveling around to like, you know, shake his fist at him, be like, man, you Christians. Uh, and then he had this big transformative moment. And then when he writes about it later, he's like, you know, at that, at that moment, it's not that he just kind of changed. Like, you know, he died and was reborn. Like it was a total shift of everything he was so the old version of him was destroyed it's kind of like anakin becoming darth vader and even when ahsoka recognizes it even she says well in obi-wan also you know anakin died anakin died anakin died darth vader killed him there was no no one ever said anakin is darth vader or darth vader is anakin like it was such a drastic shift of who that character was 
it's you know one died and another was immediately reborn so that's maybe the vibe i'm getting here it's just so I, I, I'd I, hate to see all the ideal just fall over and die. I feel like I'm, uh, you mentioned Anakin and I, I have to bring this up because I feel like I'm failing as a parent. Uh, cause I don't know how you might be able to, you guys might be able to help me out with this. Cause I feel like I'm about to destroy my son. So I started introducing him slowly easing him into star Wars a little bit. He's watched a little bit. He's watched new hope, you know, episode four. We went back and, uh, and watched, um, uh, Phantom Menace with young Anakin flying pod racers. And we did a little bit of clone wars with the cartoons just a My few episodes favorite. there. And the other night we're sitting there and, uh, and he wants to watch this video that's on YouTube about the size of the different ships and everything like that. Um, uh, a YouTube video that someone made and um, within Star Wars. And he turns to me and goes, my favorite Star Wars character is Anakin. He's my friend. And I'm like, there were, there were plenty of other younglings that thought that too. Yes. Just um, go ahead and so show him that scene. Yeah, well, he's not, he's too young for that scene. I, I'm not ready for that yet. I don't want to. I don't. No, he's not. Know, he's, I was going to say like he, I think the thing about it is is like you could feed him like a movie a year for the next few years and kind of build them up too. <laughs> Just but do it in the order that they happen. were. No, we'll do it in the order that they were released. Like you know, four, five, six, then one, two, three, and then yeah. from there get into Clone Wars and then Rebels and then. Ah, oh, shoot. What's the other one? They give me an excuse to watch it for the rest the of your life. Yeah, that one's okay. Yeah. You, yeah. You just save, save his Ahsoka Tano years for his, like, early teenage years. Yeah, Trust me. Go. He'll appreciate that. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, let's get back to the story. So, yeah, so they come up, and Kuladin is pissed. Like, as soon as he comes out, he doesn't even waste any time at all. He's like, you killed my brother. And they're like, dude, no, we saw him. He's fine. Like, no, he, yeah. And immediately start throwing spears. I mean, he starts throw, throwing Prepare hands. Prepare to die. Yeah. <laughs> you killed my brother. Prepare to die. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I feel him, though. He's only got one more day to come out. Yeah. Oh, for the 10-day limit? Yeah. And, yeah, and there's I mean, no way that really they came out before his brother did kind of thing. And um, and when they throw the spears, Matt pulls out his spear, his spear, um, and deflects the spear. And Rand pulls out a sword of fire, and then a court, and then he Chicken. loses his shit. Then everyone loses their shit because they're like, "See, they took weapons." weapons. And uh, and everybody then, bails up. Yep. And the the wise ones, I think it's Bear, comes running down like the peace Rudian, stop! <laughs> like you're not kill, kill, killer fight here at all. Uh -huh. So they stop the fighting, and like they turn to Rand to like show your signs, and he's like, "What, what do you mean?" <laughs> well like, first bruh, i don't have anything before the show your signs they were like she was like you know i'm bearing witness they did not take your weapons with them turns to matt and goes i'm, I'm assuming you found that in there and He's with everything going on it. matt still has his attitude he's everything be like Bitch. no it's given to me and i'd pay for this I, shit I and i'm I, I keeping it i'm keeping this shit it, you know i think there was like a, gl a glimmer of recognition though when she looked at the uh sphere there's like a moment of just like oh oh yeah okay so i think from the il we get more story about these foxes and snakehead people and everything i, I think they know more about that than well clearly oh yeah matt for sure yeah. but like all these different symbols and yeah. stuff yeah, agreed. It would be good to actually have yeah, some so, clarity. I think again, I the doorways that we've been entering are the the doorways. These different groups of individuals, and you know, we've just seen one more entrance into that. And so, 
he almost died, but he didn't. I want to see the lasting impact of what occurred. He's not clearly not mm-hmm. rid of Moraine. She's still there. So mm-hmm. there's that. Yep. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so then this is also when the lies once told him to show his signs. And he remembers that the Clanchies had a dragon tattooed on one of their arms. So he's like, oh, yeah. And he pulls his arms. On back one of their arms. On one of their arms. So he pulls his, puts his arm out to show up. And they're like, both the signs, all the signs. And he's like, what do you, what do you mean? He's, he, he, <laughs> he's he, total he pulls his yeah, pants yeah. open and looks Wait, down. Man, like he's like, no, yeah. that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's still there. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, okay. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So uh, and he, he figures it out, sleeve. and as like the other Aiel are pretty much charging, he finally gets the other sleeve out, and he has dragons on both. And then immediately everything stops because now he is the Karakhan. The, the what? Shows it. He who comes with the dawn. Um, I, I need to see these tattoos. Like, do we have a great image? Can somebody share one? Like, so if you look at the chapter symbol, that's the, dragon. the chapter symbol. Yeah. yeah, the chapter symbol. Yeah. I know we don't talk about symbols anymore, but uh, I don't know if this is significant. Other symbols that kind of go outside of the box, they usually invert their colors between white and black or light and dark. Hmm. But this is Mm -hmm. like even the dragon that's going outside the box, it's all dark. I don't know if that matters, but... Well, all the symbols are, yeah. But when they explain it, it's red as a red mane with golden flakes for the scales and the... And the claws and stuff like that. So, like, it's definitely colorful tattoo. It's not a black and white tattoo. Well, that's uh, not what yeah, I was getting sure. at. I was okay. I changed. I changed topics altogether. I'm not here for okay. you guys. I'm here to satisfy <laughs> my own stupid thoughts. <laughs> no, I just try to be quiet long enough for y'all to have your time as well. Yeah, there you go. So you know, mm. but then he thinks that. So you know, once he shows both signs, he thinks everybody will kind of like cheer, you know, or something. Something miraculous is going to happen. He's going to and like they're all like, oh. like, and everybody's kind of upset. He's like. I thought it'd be a little different. I thought it'd be and like, and they're like, explain was like, I mean, we're happy that you're here, but also that means that we're I, mostly that going suck. to die now. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, and, and he's like, he's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, the prophecy says that like, if you don't come, we all die. If you do come, a small percentage of us will live. So our chances are complete annihilation are eh, some of you get to live. So I guess it's good that you're here. Cause we don't yeah. all die, but, we're, a lot of us are going to die. Well, what leads to that? <laughs> so, I was kind of hoping we'd pass um, that out in the next I don't know generation. What your thoughts are, <laughs> we have a little more time. <laughs> my my thought is goes to what so, yeah. what leads to that. This is probably a. And is it really death? I, I'm sorry, I can't think that because Jordan in all these books hasn't really killed anybody important. He hasn't done anything malicious. He hasn't really given us cause to think that he would annihilate an entire group of people. Like, and Rand doesn't seem to have that plan in mind. Like, he's going to do something that's just, like, completely off the wall. And, I mean, war is something that's been happening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I, I don't I don't see, I think right now it's not even so much Jordan. Well, I guess Jordan wrote Rand. God, I'm a moron. Uh, it, it's Rand and who he is. And even in going crazy, he's still trying to... Resist what the eyes that I are making him do. He's we're about to find out he's trying to resist being, you know, forced to tell the line by the wise ones here and everything. Uh, he wants to not be a destroyer, like, he doesn't want to kill. So, I just I don't know. 
I agree with you. I think it's something different. I will say, like, I didn't get very somber in this moment. I wasn't like, oh, my gosh, it's super serial. Because (laughs) um, I am – so I'm somewhat of a Caddyshack fan. But my brother is part of the Caddyshack religious cult. My brother could recite the entire movie to you, and I respect him for it. This is one of the few things where, like, man, I I wish I could do it as well as you. Um, But I do appreciate some Caddyshack. So – when when Coolidge's there, sounds, 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 there's uh, the winds coming about two 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 miles an hour out of the east, and he steps up. And, it's in the hole. <laughs> the Dalai Lama himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's working as a looper. Uh, so, anyways, on your deathbed, you will reach total consciousness. A gunga galunga. Uh, no. So, anyways, what I was thinking—it's <laughs> even dumber than that—is Coolidge sitting there, like throwing a tantrum, and Bear's like, "Ran, show him your arm!" And he sticks his arm in the air, and it's got the uh, the lion, the on dragon, it or whatever it is. Dragon. Is it a dragon? Dragon. Dragon. Jeez, what book am I reading? The witch. Coolidge sees the dragon and goes, "Ah, oh, rat farts." <laughs> And then she goes, no, no, show him both arms. And he sticks the other arm up, and he goes, double rat farts. <laughs> and just, like, just stomps off and leaves. <laughs> so, anyways, a- after that, I had Caddyshack in my head as I was reading this chapter, and it just it stayed funny. It's not yeah. supposed to be a funny chapter, but <laughs> yeah, I was laughing the whole time. Yeah, and, and the next very next thing Rand asks is, like, well, can Moraine go ahead and heal Matt and himself? You know, he actually requests healing. And they're like, yeah, she doesn't come out back out. And he's like, what? She went in. She's in there, too? <laughs> she went in? And it's like, yeah, Avianda and her went. And that's like, I told like, you. Wait, we've been gone I for that long? I told you. <laughs> yeah, Matt's like, I told you I saw her. <laughs> yeah, this was a series of, like, four or five what's. It was like, what? Moraine went in? Wait. What? We are gone how long? <laughs> Wait, mm-hmm. what? Landon, go with her? What? <laughs> and then you can heal me, right? No, we can't. What, what do you mean? You can channel me, you can heal me? Like for, the, for the first time, I'm not going to say no to healing. What, 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 what? <laughs> exactly. And nobody here can do it. Lots of channelers. Yep. But they don't They don't really learn healing in the ways, or the waste. So um, they focus their efforts. But you would think with all so. those warrior women, I mean, all those warrior people, that they would definitely focus on healing but i guess not like it just no consider the culture like death as well they live a very rough life like death and injury and everything is probably so normal to them there's not like this need remember early on when people were channeling uh, there was a strong need for it to happen right yeah that's true they don't really have this good for that they got herbs yeah it's kind of like oh they're hurt well Shit happens. <laughs> the world needs ditch diggers too. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the wise ones do, I guess, patch up them a little bit with just traditional patching up. Um, and Melaine does look at uh, Rand's side, um, and like even even her says, like, "There's nothing you could do about that." Um, well, and they were floored that there's a wound that even an eye said I couldn't heal, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Wait, yeah. what?" Yeah. But it also made me think, was there more to the prophecy in regards to that that we don't know about? Because hmm. they have more prophecies. They do. We haven't heard all the prophecies from everywhere. <laughs> I had to catch myself. There was a moment as I'm reading this where I'm thinking, ah, oh, the, I- the Aiel were better about preserving all of this knowledge and history. 
they know more about these prophecies. And then I was like, no, 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 no. They know different. Mm-hmm. So they have a different piece of the pie. And their piece of the pie, the recipe's been changed a little bit over the years. Which, again, we have the benefit, Chris, of looking ahead, knowing of how many books we have in front of us. Mm-hmm. We're going to get more revealed mm-hmm. to us. And there's going to be more revealed that puts a spin on stuff that we think we know now. Mm-hmm. So I'm patiently yeah, waiting. I mean- so far, we know that, of course, like the people of the White Tower have their own prophecy. The Aiel have their own prophecy. We know the Sea Folk have their own prophecy. Yeah. Um, the Shan Chan. The Shan Chan have their I own mean, prophecy. I mean, they, they didn't call it a prophecy, but they had their whole coming sure. back planned and everything. So it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so after all this healing, uh, Randon asked Rourke, uh to go get inf- information about the clans, um, um, uh, you know, and tell, you know, start informing the other ch- clans that uh, there is a. A chief of chiefs uh and Rourke says that should be arranged a meeting um the traditional meeting place that all the clans have to go to um you know and and says the name of the place the alcar doll and madame mealy goes oh that means the golden bowl i think ran right after ran's the one that, yeah he's Notice. like so not only can now can matt now speak it without noticing he speaks it but he speaks it and understands it without noticing that he speaks it and understands Bam. it. So now, so now I go back to the deal that Matt made of like, I want my memories back. I want to know what happened. I want to know. And he's probably thinking, of his he asked, I want my lifetime. Maybe what they gave him was Earth. All the lifetimes. He might, like, so. he might be getting to the point where he's like overloaded with information. Y'all remember uh, when uh, Star Wars, I don't know if it happened in Clone Wars when we first met Echo or in Bad Batch. But anyways, uh, when he initially had so much info downloaded. No, wait, it was Clone Wars. It was Clone Wars. Yeah. And he was like uh, out of it because he just had too much shit inside of his head. And Mm -hmm. uh, then there was. No, it's after Clone Wars. It was Rebels. No rebels. Clone Wars, Wait, Clone Wars are still but fighting. It was, it was, it was yeah, so. Ezra's friend, the guy that raised Ezra, the alien-looking dude. That's mm-hmm. what it was. He volunteered to wear wear some headpiece that could help to help him like hook up to the computers, whatever. And he downloaded all the Empire shit, but it made him fucking crazy. That's what. it Yes. Was. Yeah. That's rebels. I feel like we might run into that in a mat if all of this stuff keeps, like, let's say it is not just give me my memories back in this little bit of lifetime. And what they did was, ha, 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 we're going to fuck him over. This is what he asked for. He wants all of his memories. So that's all of these different versions of him, either like on a linear time frame or like all the different possible multiverses. I mean, they could really fuck with him and just overload him with information, and he loses his mind. Speaking of multiverses, did you see the trailer for the Spider-Man? I have not yet. Oh, man. When you have get you a moment. Have you been watching that uh, What If thing? No, I have Disney. not. Is it called What If? A moment. Yeah, it is called What If. I know. I think there's only about. two episodes now. I don't know when they come out, but they have a very cool concept going on there. Cool. I'll They're check like, it out. Oh, Alan, Alan's trying to move <laughs> forward. Okay, plug for What If. It's Marvel, but it's what if one choice was made different, one if one thing was different, and each episode focuses on a different major character, but like with a one significant change. And I won't spoil anything else, but if you have Disney Plus, go watch it. It's so cool. I do. Next time on I Disney, will. so we'll yeah, right. Star Wars <laughs> and Marvel, all the Disney properties. 
so I mean, but anyway, going back to what we were initially focusing on. Yeah, so was... they're going to gather all the clan chiefs. Uh, uh, the wise ones say, "We'll just dream walk our way over to all the different places and tell them, tell them all." Uh, and and Rand then asks more for more information about his mother. Uh, so this yeah. is where we get that. So before we move to that, anything we want to talk about all this before we move on to the story of Shail? Well, I think it was funny how Rand thought things were going to come together so quickly. Like they were just going to run to him and be there in no time. Like these are tribe tribal people, mm-hmm. and they're like nomads. So when you're nomadic, you you really don't have an established distance. So I'm I'm going to say within five feet of all the other groups. No, like. He, what you think and what's going to happen are two different things. It's going to take a minute for them all to come together. And then you got on that top of that the fact that every clan chief knows that you are in some way going to destroy them, be it their way of life, being them physically, being both. You know, they're going to be hesitant to come in general because just because there's a prophecy doesn't mean they want it fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I mean, and though the will weaves, like, we clearly know that it can be thrown off its pattern. That's what the dark one is trying to do. So, you know, if I'm a clan chief, I might be like, bruh, we ain't coming. We're good. We're going to stay right where we're at. Like, I just, I have bad feelings for Rand for the next book and a half or two while he tries to get all the people together and things just are not going to move as fluidly as he'd hoped. But yeah, I don't we'll know see. if um, Jordan was prophetic and, well, well, he didn't have to be because this has been true in many cultures, uh, not just what we're experiencing now in the Middle East and specifically Afghanistan. Uh, but when you have a culture that's been very tribal, that's been very localized, like you know, family's very important, and they they grow locally. They don't they don't trade much, you know, across different groups and everything like that. For many, for so many generations, like that's all that's important is your local family, tribe, neighborhood. Outside of that, don't care too much. So if you got ten clans here, and even if Rand wasn't a wetlander, even if he was like straight up Aiel, and he came out of one of the clans and came out with the two tattoos on his arms, but he was part of one clan, that one clan would go, "Yes, all hail." You know, the the new master of everything, the chief of chiefs, and the rest of the clans will kind of go, Fuck that dude. <laughs> you know? So you like you're 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 fighting culture <laughs> here. I, he better have one epic speech planned and a fantastic demonstration, and he might even need to be ready to like take some heads just to prove a point when he goes to give his speech. Cause that you, you can't mm-hmm. overcome that with a couple of tattoos. That's true. Hmm. Yeah. So let's move on to Rand's mother. So I asked about her. Um, she was just wandering through the waste, and they saw her, and they're like, "Looks like she's about to die. Should we just go kill her?" Uh, like, there's this whole terror. Let's hold on. She was wandering through the waste with treasures. Mm-hmm. She wasn't a broke joker. She had some mm-hmm. money. She had some wealth, which leads me to believe. That Ram may have been royalty outside of hmm. Aiel. Okay. Like, she had horses, she had water, she had food, she had things. Okay. She was running from something or someone. Well, she, they, she explains that she left because... Go ahead. 
And she explained she left because um, Nice Sedai came to her and had foretelling saying that if she doesn't go to the waste, the whole world will be destroyed. You have to just leave everything and go to the waste. And that's the only thing that the Ayil know. They don't know what her real name was. The Shail was the name they gave her. But she definitely came from the wetlands and um, had to come and become a maid in the sphere. Uh, my true. question is why does she trust the the Aes Sedai so much? Where, where did she have some form of connection with the Aes Sedai prior to that would leave her to trusting and having faith in their word? Like, I'm sorry, somebody came to me and was like, yo, bruh. If you don't leave, you're going to destroy the world. Like from what I know of Aes Sedai, you know your words are only as truthful as you want them to be. I don't know that I would have given up whatever it was I had because clearly she had means. I said I could also compel a little bit. She might have been compelled. Yeah, (laughs) and a child. She gave up another child, which means somewhere in the world, Rand has a brother. Half brother, but still a brother. Ryder River. Maybe Roman it's uh, what's his name? In Katy, Texas. I still haven't confirmed that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's about a year and a half older than River, so he'd be about to turn fourteen. Gotcha. Anyway, maybe I don't know. It's not confirmed. Yeah. So yeah, but, um, what is his name? Logan. Maybe Logan's his brother. I thought that. Mm. Wouldn't that be cool? Like, that would be neat. Maybe that's why I keep him on such a short leash. Maybe that's why I keep him around. Like, you're going to listen to us or else we're going to kill your brother. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, but you think the eyes that I know? No. So I thought maybe it'd be cool if Loghain was his half-brother. But I don't think but I, I don't you got to remember, Aes Sedai is the one that told her to leave. Mm-hmm. And they told her to leave, and they knew she had a son already. So mm. maybe they were keeping tabs on Loghain the whole time. Truth. Maybe he just slipped out of their grasp. Or maybe it was a rogue I said I. Maybe it was maybe it was So do you have theories about who Rand's mother might be? I think she's some type of queen or princess or something. I think the Aes Sedai that warned her was Moraine. Oh no, the Aes Sedai that told the fraternal it, it gave her name. Uh Getera Marsu Marsu Marso. Oh, I wasn't paying that close attention. All right, so if Rand is in his early 20s at this point, and he was... Well, how long was she in the waste before she left for the battle that she died in, where Rand was born? It doesn't say, I don't think, when the Aiel War but let's say, out. let's say it's another 20 years, maybe it was 20 years she was in the waste until she went out. I mean, that's a stretch. That's a long time. You know, because she's still childbearing, so maybe it's 10 years. It's only 20 years. For this, so it's. I mean, it's still somebody that could maybe, very much maybe be alive today. Maybe it's two years or three years. <laughs> two or three. Years. I don't know. It doesn't say. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not even gonna try to figure. No, I don't know. Okay. We're missing somebody from Kari. I mean, who do Kari, we think she a, is? It's I... a dude we're missing in Karian that disappeared. We didn't lose any chicks from Karian, right? Who we missed from Karian? Wasn't there some king that disappeared or? Some son that uh, Layman, Layman was killed because he cut down the tree. That's what the IOR started. Oh um, no, uh, Elaine's mom. Where's Lane from? Well, Elaine's Morgaze is Elaine's mom. That's right. Andor. Right, Andor. Wasn't there some dude missing from Andor? Um, Look, I'm quizzing Alan. He's like, what the hell? Tom, come on in. <laughs> come on, <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tom got kicked out. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> 
What's his name? Anyways, I don't, know. I don't know who she could be. I just think she's some form of royalty. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, does Moraine have a sister? Or like the daughter of a high lord or something. Does Moraine have a sister? Mm-hmm. I mean, she has lots of sisters inside the tower. It's uh, they're all sisters. You know what? The- you guys talk <laughs> amongst yourselves. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. That would be a I am, crazy I'm twist, heavily though. medicated right now. And that would I'm still be a crazy wine, twist. So I just my brain's not functioning. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, and then uh, that would be a crazy twist, though. If Moraine did have a sister and they turned out to be related, that would be something special. If Moraine and Moraine were related. Okay. Yeah, because then we could see like a correct, a direct correlation between power. Hmm. Like maybe the men that channel have a relation to an Aes Sedai somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, we think there's less Aes Sedai in the world because we are thinning Color. the herd. Well, yeah. And then we learned that Jan. Where's Moraine from? from Kyrian. Kyrian. Yeah. Yeah, she's Damage Red. And what was. So. Her, but what was her Damage, background? She was the niece of King Layman that was killed. Uh, I think she was the niece. Yeah. Did King, and did King Layman have kids? I believe so. I don't know. Um, See. Now, if King, like maybe they're maybe they're not siblings, but maybe they're like cousins or something. Maybe King Layman had a daughter who tried to escape to make sure she wasn't killed by the. Well, she escaped before the I.O. War, so I don't know why she. Questions leave, like this but... are tough because as we've read this book and Jordan talks about relations and mentions names like here and there, like I don't know, it's kind of like I'm reading the Old Testament, like Deuteronomy and shit, when they're talking like so and so, son of so and so, son and so so. Nobody reads that. We skip over it. You start with the <laughs> first son of, and then you just skim, and you go, son of, 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 son but then you read the rest of numbers and you're like, mind-numbingly boring. So one of those movie trailers where they show all the good <laughs> shit in the trailer, then you go watch the movie and you're like, all the funny shit was in the trailer. Everything else is yeah. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so you also learn about Rand's father, uh, Janduin, who was the clan chief of the Tardad, uh, which is, I think Rook is the clan chief currently of the Tar- Tardad, except uh, he's no longer alive, obviously. Um, and yeah. That means Rand's part of that, that tribe. Part of Ruark's tribe. Technically, yeah. Right. I wonder if there's any relation there. I don't know if Anki, if, Ruark. if, if, uh, if Janduin and, and Ruark were related. <laughs> That's a good question. Someone probably that would knows. Be pretty cool. And I probably could figure that out. Because they already had that deep connection. Yeah. I mean, now we have a greater understanding why. Because they're part of the same tribe. But, like, maybe they're part of the mm-hmm. same family. I just want Rand to have a family. He has Tam. Still alive Stop out that. There somewhere. It's Tam. I do know. You know, blood, blood relative. Yeah. You just cut me really deep right there, Chris. But okay, yeah. no, it's a, I, I, get I it. love you, I mean, brother. It's it's, so they always go looking. They well, gotta have answers. I get it. I'm ready oh, for that. Yeah. Well, moving on. Um, so they go through that whole entire story. Any thoughts about that whole entire story before we move on to um, Moraine looking for Moraine or Sarge just sitting there waiting for her? Right. No. So Rand lays down to watch Iridia for any sign of Moraine coming out. 
Um, he feels time passing on. He starts getting really kind of antsy because he's like, my whole plan was to come out of here, quickly unite the Aiel, and move to my next play for the Forsaken to find out what I'm doing. And now I'm being stalled. And I now have to wait for all these clans to gather, and I have to wait for Moraine to come out, and I have to wait for all this other stuff. And he's getting really antsy about all this, and anxiety is starting to well up inside of him. You can feel that from his perspective. It's just like he has this plan, and it's not going how he wants to go. Quick interruption. Mm-hmm. As he's talking about it, okay, so you hit it at the end. It's like he has this plan. It's not so much that it's not going how he wants it to go. He's still worried about those people catching up to him. It's a time thing. He's like, oh, I lost this many days. Oh, I might lose a couple more waiting for Moraine. They're going to figure out my plan. And as I'm reading it, it's not like he's winging it. I, I, We don't know what it is, but it sounds like he has some intentions that even this trip to uh, Rideon hasn't changed. Like, he still has a plan. Does that make sense? He, has, right. he hasn't really yeah, diverted that makes from sense. It. Yeah. And while he's waiting, he does ask the wise ones, you know, why are they helping him if he's going to destroy all of them? And that's when um, Bayer tells him that the Aya will die if they don't help him. But a remnant of a remnant will survive. So they're utilitarianists. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And Avienda finally returns, um, looking at him, super hostility. Like, um, Avienda's not happy to see Rand at all. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Seems like way more than before. Yes. No. So whatever she saw. Right. Remember, she didn't go through the, the glass column. She went there through the, the Terangriol arches. So they did a whole separate thing. The wise woman got to Iridian twice. I think the second time the woman go through the glass, but the first time they go through something else so whatever she saw in Rydian, she does not like Rand when she came back <laughs> also she's a bit of a rebel um there's no guarantee that she went and did what she's supposed to go and do in Rydian. she's like a female version of maybe matt maybe not exactly i don't want to like compare matt. to i don't know because he's pretty unique but mm-hmm. i could see her going in there and be like i don't want to be here anyways they wanted me to go through you know what Fuck it. I'm not going to that. What's that over there? I'm going to go do that. So anyways, mm-hmm. there's something about her experience ultimately that has her not yeah. liking Rand even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then finally late in the day, Moraine finally appears. Um, and the last thing naked. that Rand says, yeah, naked, both of them come back naked. And the last thing that Rand thinks or says before is like, and now it's time to break the rules. Dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. So, final thoughts about this chapter. That's how we end it, kind of. Yeah. That's breaking it. the law. Breaking the. Breaking yeah, the that's law. where no step on snake comes from. Mm-hmm. No step on snake. Any final thoughts? I don't even know what my initial thoughts mm-hmm. were. I'm sorry, guys. I got nothing. No, I think we covered it. Chapter 35 Sharp Lessons. And we have Aiel Spears and Buckler as our chapter symbol. Um, yeah, so uh, it's going to be Gwen's point of view, so not Aiel per se. But we get plenty of Aiel here. We're still in the waste. <clears throat> so we start in Teleron Yard. Um, Elaine is uh, garbed in sea folk attire, um, and she's um, quite uh, smashing. Mm-hmm. I like the piercings. And she's away from the shore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's waiting for like Gwen to appear. 
and Egwene appears. <laughs> and Egwene tells Elaine what happened with Theridian that Rand now plan- is making plans but isn't shared with anyone. Yeah. And Elaine mentions that the Sea Folk believe that Rand is the Cormor, which she doesn't really know what that means, but they're spreading the word to all the Sea Folk vessels. Like they're trying to make their way to Tanchico, but every time they see another Sea Folk ship, they have to stop and spread the news. This is how, this is how I know you're reading the cliff notes. But even so. Because nothing of what you said matters to us right now. You know why? Because we, we, the reader, we already know that. We already know what Egwene is telling Elaine, and we already know what Elaine is telling Egwene. So let's focus on the shit that's I'm new. Just... How about Elaine not realizing what Egwene knows, that you have to be careful what you think about while you're here and where your emotions go and whatnot because it will change your <laughs> outfit. The, the best thing I got from this whole interchange is as they talked about different things and whatnot, like Elaine's outfit just, you know, first she's seafood lady like, well, I can't do it there, but let me give it a try. Yeah, no clothes. Boobs out. Uh, ear piercing, <clears throat> flown in the wind. Let's try it. Oh, hey, well, hi, Elaine. Let me try and be sophisticated. She tries to concentrate and get a proper outfit. And then as they start talking about Rand, low cut cleavage. And her outfit changes. How many times at that point? She's like, I'm happy. I'm mad. I'm sad. I want to be seductive. Boob line. No. Oh, I would love to have been a part of that, you know, just to That's watch the, the morph. Here. If I would have been so distracted <laughs> if I was a Gwen, I don't know that I could have taken Elaine serious at all. I'm like, eh, let's see what she puts on next. And then it made me think like, ooh, is there something that could happen? There? Let me stop. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So and, uh, part of what I'm thinking is if this little scene gets on the big screen, right? If Amazon decides, haha, let's put this up in the big screen. If all the story has been told up to this point, the focus isn't the story being told because where do you know you're wasting screen time, but you sell the fun. This is a funny scene to me of Elaine and her mixed emotions and trying to be proper. And yeah, that's what I focused on. Well, here's my thing and I'm going to skip ahead for us to go back. They both felt like they were being watched. And Mm. so I, I thought about that on a couple levels. First, we know that they're, Probably being observed because, you know, Egwene gets her little smack in a few minutes here. But are there other people? Oh, is that who's watching him? That's the question. That's where I was coming next. La- are the, is that Landfair the people owns watching? that zone. Yeah. She owns it. I agree. Landfair, Landfair told, who was she telling off? Landfair told it, was it Balsamon or who was she telling off? She told off somebody on the dark yeah, side. Like, this is my dark domain. friend side. She's like, this, this is my domain. Like, I literally own it. I wrote I wrote the code. This is my matrix. So that's mm-hmm. a possibility. Yeah. Then maybe the Forsaken are watching them. Yeah. That, that is a yeah. good question, though. That's kind of where my mind went. Yeah. That's okay. a good question. So also, I mean, you know, the final thing they get here is that they're really close to Tanchico. They're only a couple of days away if they'd stop. stop well, and, but they're still the moving quickly um, because she's learning oh, how to use. Well, that and she's learning how to use the wind more efficiently. So I don't want to skip mm-hmm. over that, even though she doesn't talk in depth about it. She is learning how to use it. So, 
Yeah. There's that. And, and in, in a lot of C communities, this is really common too, especially uh, in parts of the world where there's not a lot of technology and people can't use the internet is going up and talking to uh, spreading the news around ships whenever you see other ships or other boats. Um, when I was traveling in Northern Australia, um, the locals there don't have much in the outback and means of any kind of internet um, or even like weather forecasting, but no, they no cables run, <laughs> but they, but they know you gotta be coastal, yeah. get a telegram, but they know that passing sailing vessels have weather reports and all sorts of stuff because you know, we came from another ship and we usually have really detailed weather reports and almost daily a, a, a like Boston whaler type boat, a, a small skiff would approach us in Australia from a bunch of, Australians asking us what the weather's going to be <laughs> like they would just show up like hey hey what's the weather going to be next week and we're like uh I mean the forecast was this I don't know if it's gonna be true but I mean if hmm. if, if you weren't so mean to the aborigines they probably would tell you <laughs> but would. you fucked that up <laughs> yeah sorry well, just kidding I don't know enough I don't yeah, know yeah the, ab the aborigines uh yeah. they, they won't talk to us we did see them out there too they're usually hunting um uh, so I don't think they ever really Wanted to yeah. integrate with anybody. Anyway, they actually, which is, which is fine. We saw a few um, out pretty far off at sea, like in little dugouts, the Aborigines, and um, um, they would hunt um, the goons. I think that's how you pronounce it. D-U-G-O-N-G, -G, I think is how it's spelled. The goons. They're, man they're basically manatees, um, an Australian version of them. Um, and they're endangered, and uh, regular people like Australians are us, are foreigners, cannot hunt them at all. But Aborigines, because it's part of their, 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 they are allowed to hunt them. Uh, it's part yeah. of their, their way. That's of like life. sturgeon here. We can't touch sturgeon, but the Native Americans, mm -hmm. yeah, they can. They can. Same thing over there. Um, they don't. Those laws don't apply to them. They mm. can hunt them all they want, and it's part of their culture and part of their food source. So we would see them out there hunting them. Um, I don't know how successful. I derailed this again. Yeah. So, Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so back to the story. Yeah, they're only about two or three days away from uh, like important Tanchico. Um, and they're, they're in the middle of talking and suddenly Egwene is yanked out of the El Teleron God. Like literally pulled out. Um, and she doesn't even know what just happened. It takes her a couple of seconds to kind of figure it out. She just kind of stumbles up and, and it takes her a while to realize that someone else is in the room with her. And she's immediately pissed off at Amise who's standing right there. Um, but Amis is equally as pissed off at Egwene. So, um, it's, um, it, it's a fun little interaction here. So I think it's, uh, I think it's fantastic. Egwene was starting to piss me off, not because I didn't see her potential, but because, uh, I knew she was only just tapping into it. I, I have the same feeling with Nynaeve. She kind of pisses me off. Like, I, I think ultimately they could just be fucking phenomenal but it's that you don't know what you don't know kind of scenario and they both need a little humility and to get that they need someone that at least in some aspect knows more can do more than they do and take charge so this was actually pretty refreshing to me as a reader mm -hmm. like okay i love Egwene. i want her to grow as a character i want her to eventually be like one of the most powerful but in order to get there it's not just going to be she magically finds out on her own. Mm -hmm. You got to take a step. She, she has these people that are going to teach her about the dreams, mm -hmm. and then she's going to run into other people that teach her more about another thing. Uh, the Shan Chan, as much as we hated that, they expanded her power and what she could do mm -hmm. in manipulating Earth and other things. Right? 
Um, hopefully, she doesn't have to go through more of that to grow. Hopefully yeah, she has definitely. Good teachers, but yeah, she needs. Well, she's to been like captured every single book, I think. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she has. Yeah, I feel bad about that. <laughs> she hasn't captured this book. I don't think. Yeah. No, she has not been captured. She this deserves book. a break. Yeah. So ho- hopefully, after this and this whole interchange, actually was I think was very good considering what they're dealing with, like the the teacher student moment. Um, you know, nowadays if you acted like that and you were coaching a football team, you would go to jail. Um, but because we're not coaching football, we're dreamwalking where you could literally die around every corner. I feel like this lesson was very appropriate as a warning. Who was the coach that got fired? Um, old school coach. He was an older guy. Uh, no. Raymond. Quillen. Quillen. Coach Quillen. Coach Quillen. Oh. Uh, was a football coach. And he got fired for throwing. No, no. He threw a chair at a kid. Go ahead, finish it. Yeah, he threw a chair. No. Oh no. You're mixing that up with the Allen uh, Allen Iverson story. No, okay. Quillen took a job at CNU as the running back coach. That's right. Yeah. But I thought there was something Ooh, with him. But no, there might no. It wasn't Quillen. There might have been another coach. Tommy Raymond snatched a kid, dragged him across the okay. uh, floor in the gym, threw him out of the. Uh, out of the gym and then there was a fight in the uh cafeteria and a kid took a chair to his head and so then he went that at the kid so promptly i think i think you're not wrong <laughs> alan welcome, bad news. welcome to bad it wasn't, news. it wasn't coach quillen coach quillen okay. like definitely not the type he was a hard nose but he was a he was, good he was old nose. school but yeah. but I th- and then one one of the assistant coaches went to become the basketball coach, but there was another one that I think yeah, might have gotten hemmed up. But they're really old for going old, overboard. Yeah, <laughs> old coaches that was like, that did the old style of yeah. <laughs> yeah mom ain't looking. I'm gonna slap the shit out you. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that doesn't fly anymore. I, but I think this was the this this and this book. This was the right amount of tough love, and I think so. I believe. The IEL when they talk about the dangers that are there. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I just do. They're, they're so but adamant about it. Before we get to I that. I feel like they have what, plenty of wisdom. Yeah, before we get to that, what do you think about Egwene's immediate response to Amis? Like when Amis starts talking down to her, she's like, I am of the green Aja Isadai. She's like, you're nothing here. <laughs> you, you are a student of like. <laughs> I don't care what you say. It was, it was so pleasing to me that she set her in her place first and foremost she blocked her Mm -hmm. from the one source like that shows some next level ability Mm -hmm. for for a group that's not really trained she's no beginner no and they have a a greater understanding of the source than i realized they did and she knew that was where she was going to go first so she just like boom i'm gonna make sure you can't get to that Mm -hmm. shit and then she put it like she Corrupted her dream. So she became like a reptile thing. What? Yeah, yeah. So like she snatched her from a dream into a dream. So she didn't pull her out inception. right away. She's like, I'm gonna let you. Exactly. I had that whole Inception vibe. I was like, that's the way to do it. That's and so. Queen had this Inception to... vibe. She she came out when she finally came out. She's like, wait, is this real? Real? Or are you faking uh, real again? Uh, no, she's trying to spin the top. She's right. <laughs> 
And that that's like that's the point where Egwene should have been like, I really don't know enough because she couldn't differentiate between reality. If there even are two separate realities there, like, is this really a dreamland or is this a multiverse or like, what is this? But she couldn't differentiate between one reality and the next. And, and in the exchange coming up where, um, who, who's the wise woman? What's her name? Amis. Amis. That's right. Amis essentially tells her, you didn't keep your word. You need to throw on some braids. Da, 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 da. You know, and then Egwene's like, no, I need you to keep teaching me. But Egwene's doing it from a selfish kind of position. She just wants to grow in her power and knowledge, right? But she's not recognized. Like, it's for different reasons. Amis wants to teach Egwene so Egwene doesn't die or do something worse because she recognizes the threat. Mm -hmm. Egwene wants to learn more to just grow her power and to be able to find out more info. And, like, it's shit. The way this back and forth unfolds, I still don't think Egwene understands the threat. And so me as the reader, I guess I don't – I also don't understand the threat other than that I'm trusting this wise woman. I'm trusting Amis that it's dangerous. I feel like she's an expert. She's been doing it a while. If she says it's really freaking dangerous, I think there's something to that. But Egwene doesn't. Egwene just wants to learn more, so she keeps her mouth shut. And she's like, okay, I'm not going to ask for you to – Help me talk to my friends. I'm just keeping mm-hmm. my mouth shut. Yeah, it's uh, I, I just had to look it up. It's the Dunning Kruger effect. Kruger effect. It's the psychology term. It's when someone knows a little bit about something, and all of a sudden they feel like they're an expert of it. So there's like this whole entire graph that people plot out. Like once you start learning about something, all of a sudden you feel like you're the expert on it because you learned a little bit about it, and then and when you learn enough about it, you start being really humble and realizing nothing. So, like, there's a whole entire scale of, like, and then once you learn enough, you actually feel like an expert again. But there's this curve that you can actually map out. It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect, where you start learning about something. And then within, like, a few days, like, oh, this is easy. I know everything about it. And I feel like that's where Egwene is on the psychological scale. It's like, she's learned a little bit about the world of dreams. And she's like, I know everything already. I'm good. And I got like, they're like, you are not safe at all. <laughs> right. You know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> exactly. I, like, that's where I'm at. In life, by the way, mm-hmm. I just I just got to the point of realizing I know nothing. About five years ago, I had it all figured out. Right now, bro, straight struggling. I'm I'm liking I'm liking tweets by Tom Brady these days when he's like, "Man, this eight hour workday that's not a good path to joy in life." And I'm like, "That's right, it's not working." I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I even think back in like, like you think about things like little things in your life i think back to in my career you know when i first started uh my job uh what i do for a living when i first started i thought within like a few months i was an expert i was giving people advice and like i thought and i look back to that time period i knew nothing about what i was doing <laughs> like <laughs> i was like i don't know why anyone ever trusted me <laughs> like <laughs> i knew nothing uh, even- uh it, and yeah so if you if you look at me taking that cheap ass boat and us sailing us down to Outer Banks and into Oregon Inlet and everything, in the grand scheme of things, I had been sailing for what three years at that point, and it was all small boat. Before that, I was only a month on big boats, and I was like, "I got it. We're just gonna mm-hmm. go. There's no engine on this boat. Fuck it. I know <laughs> what I'm stuck. doing. 
refine. You know how that trip ended up? Coast yes. Guard, Norfolk, and Virginia Beach Marine Police showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to deliver a minor on shore, and we flipped the boat. Um, we ran aground going into the public piers in Manio and had to tilt the boat sideways just to get into the pier. And we hit storm. a bridge. We hit a bridge. Oh, we, we hit a fucking crazy ass storm uh, with and then, some experienced people on the boat when we almost tipped over and then we hit the bridge Oregon Inlet. <laughs> and uh, then ran uh, aground uh, again uh. on the way out <laughs> and then the last little bit getting into gloucester on the way back uh we just had Cito bring us in because i was too tired to try and fucking sail it in there <laughs> but i knew everything before that trip i had no everything. worries <laughs> totally fine i knew everything and then everything uh, went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> everything went wrong. Yeah. So there's a Gwen. That was a fun uh, trip. <laughs> I had the time of my life. That's going to be my class. Um, so yeah. So as punishment, a Gwen must wear braids in her hair like a little Aiel child uh, does until she uh, can learn to act not like a child. Um, well, to be trusted. Mm-hmm. And um, Amis invites her um, to a meeting with the other wise ones, Avienda and Moraine. So that's where we get past this scene and move on to the next. So any final thoughts about that whole interchange and besides just a going getting the smackdown? I I can't wait for a Gwen to be able to manipulate dreams the way everybody else does. Hmm. Like she hasn't really manipulated them that well. She has. She doesn't have a mastery of them at all. Um, and I want to see how, she, whether or not she's able to hold true to her promise to both her her friends and her new mm-hmm. teacher. And then I love. I you know there was a statement. I thought I said I couldn't lie. So is our our ideal woman? Well, that's you know, the, that's a, uh, yeah the, about going line yeah. She's not nice enough. Yeah, like I'm trying. I'm I'm wondering whether or not she's kind of catching on to mm-hmm. Dwayne's shit. And what what's going to happen with her friends? I'm surprised Marine still hasn't called her because they're expecting to find her yeah. in the dream world in a few days. And at this point, she ain't a lot back. <laughs> yeah. So, any final thoughts before we move on to the next part with uh, Aiel and? Okay. So yeah, so it goes to a meeting. Uh, she gets called to a meeting with Avienda and Moraine are there. Um, I think lands there as well. Um, there's a couple of people that aren't privy to information and um, you know, the wise ones have um, uh, a wish that the Aiel to, uh, to guide and teach Rand. Um, Avienda is chosen to be that person and she's pissed. Huh. <laughs> and, but she won't say why she's pissed. And is, is this the scene where Rand speaks up or was that last chapter where Rand starts chapter. to talk? Oh, we missed, no we skipped Rand over that. Speaks up better what? About um, uh, asking about uh, what you see inside the. Uh, yeah, the we skipped classroom. over that. Whole we skipped over the whole portion. section. Wow, okay. I just thought about that. Yeah. So, Neil, yeah, let's go back to last chapter. We're going <laughs> to do it now. Do it. Yeah, why not? Same episode. Uh, so, Tonight so on the Will Reads. Reads. We done did fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there was that one section where Rand uh, definitely. Um, <laughs> where Rand challenges the norm and then, of course, has brought up the fact that it is he who 
you know, will will change us all. Yeah. And so he like, flat out asked, "Do does everybody see the same thing?" Mm-hmm. And that's when it comes to light that they realize they're traveling back through their ancestor. ancestor, through their lineage. And that was a prediction you guys and had made. So, so you got you guys get that one right. Right. That, that's why it didn't bother me to skip Do over it. that because I thought it was obvious. But, I mean, so maybe there were first-time readers out there where it didn't click. But for me, when Rand went through and went through all that, it, it kind of, I don't know. I think I the more importance that of that was not that key bit of information. The importance of that scene was just Rand bucking the wishes it was. of the wise ones and everything like that, saying like, and like allowing Elaine to stick around. Yeah, he's yeah. he is or Egwene, excuse me. He's creating a space for Egwene though to kind of be his eyes to die. Mm. Okay. Like you know, we had that conversation a book or two, but it feels like so long ago about how she can no longer be his wife, but maybe she becomes his eyes to die. Like his 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 left hand, his right arm, whatever. Maybe she becomes the one that he can depend on in that way. And so he wants her to hear and to listen and to observe and to know what he knows because he has plans for her in the long run. Or at least it gives him someone that has access to the power that he can trust. And even if he doesn't marry her, in order for them to really use the power in a holistic sense, he's got to have a female Asadai he can really depend on that's got the strength that she does because you know he's got a lane up his sleeve like yeah she he's on her arm or she's on his arm you know and there's the little love thing there but she doesn't have the power Egwene has nor does she have the lineage I mean Egwene is the two river folk which is Manethrin and we don't know exactly like where she come from plus remember you know, she could be a direct descendant of the. Remember, they were riding in. There was there was some excavation going on to their left, and they're like, "What's that little statue they're digging out?" And it was a gigantic. Was it a angrel? Triangrel? It was a giant uh-huh. weapon, but it has to be wielded by a male and a female, right? Uh, there's, and there's two. There's and there's one two. That was male. Those one was female. Yeah. The, the... Right. So we that's talked about this in, in play. Second book. The few ones on a different island, Chalmelkin. Right. And but yeah. but it's gotta happen. That's so at I'm some saying, point, though. Rand's gotta partner up with somebody to power that bad boy. I and feel so, like that's that's gonna be part of the end game. In his bucking, he's kind of given Egwene a little bit of a leg up. He's definitely put himself in charge of the wise women of the Aes Sedai, which is crazy that he's able to muster such goal to put himself in that position and then he also gets gall on his side like yo here are the things that need to be done and now that we know he's also from the same tribe that's just icing on the cake there you talking about rock you said gall but yeah rock Rourke, yeah. sorry wrong gall's the parent he's on the other side of the <laughs> yeah wrong, wrong yeah one. wrong sorry. i yell they, uh, they're 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 all warrior people yeah. Yeah. All stop same. spoiling um, our fan fiction Chris has a fantastic story, and I love it. Yes. <laughs> Maybe Gaul oh, time traveled back to Iridian. And... <laughs> so let's backtrack or fast forward back to the chapter we're on. Um, and 
you know, this is when the wise ones tell Alfienda they're going to, she's to oversee Rand. She gets pissed about it. And they're like, why are you so pissed about it? She's like, I don't want to say. And I think it's, I Queen like speaks him. up. It's like, yeah, she's like, I hate him. And, and Queen manages to convince her that it would be good because they'll be looking after him for Elaine. And she, I don't think she has a choice. I mean, once the wise ones command something, she doesn't have a choice, but she, she thinks she does. Um, and then um, Egwene also asks Avienda what Radiant was like, and Maureen answers instead um, of Avienda saying that the, the memories are fading now, but she's seen what needs to be done, and she'll make what needs to be done happen so the Dragon Reborn succeeds. Kind of a cryptic answer. Um, doesn't really say what she saw, just that. That's one of those fake it till you make it moments. So a sacrifice is going to be made. Either it's Maureen herself, she sees her own death. <clears throat> or somebody very close to Marine is going to die to make it happen, and she's willing to make that sacrifice. I so also go back to Avienda. Either her or somebody she cares about, she's going to okay. willingly sacrifice to make to make the whole Rand thing play out. Well, I, my but, theory is that our uh, our head Aes Sedai is going to die. Uh, the on seat? Oh, yeah. Someone. Yeah. Yep. Could be that. Because... We have to have a gap. Some, I mean, way back when we said that one of our girls is going to take Swan's place. So, so she, yeah, Swan's got to die at some Agreed. point. Okay. And then the bigger, qu- I feel like the the, sorry, Tarvalon's going to get like swarmed by more mm-hmm. gray people and by Forsaken and or White Cloak, but I'm more leaning towards yeah. the Forsaken and Gray Men. And they're going to get overpowered, and she's going to be killed. Either that, or she slipped. Her like her throat slid in her sleep like by that. a cat or something. Yeah. You know. And then, so what I was wondering is, so at this point, um, do I go cucumber peach or lemon agave hibiscus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is lemon, lemon, agave. lemon agave hibiscus. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so where are we at, Alan? Well, we came to the kind of, in this chapter. That's the end. Is uh oh. is yeah that's the end um, where. Moraine gets a cryptic answer, and that's how we wrapped up this. I felt chapter. bad for Moraine. I'm not gonna lie; like <laughs> she's just seemed really troubled, and I'm not used to that. And it worried yeah. me a little bit. It Let's expand on me. that. Expand on that. What do you think? <sighs> she was. In I there. think she's rather selfish, so I feel like she sees her needing to sacrifice herself in order for Rand to. It's either her or Lan. I don't know anybody else that she cares enough about. Well, the Emerlin is her friend. Eh, From childhood. Is she, though? Yeah, I mean, this is their, From this when they first their thing. They've got shared That's experiences. That only, look, I have, I have a small list of really good friends that, like, literally I'd go to war for. And then outside of that circle, I have friends. And those friends, like, I'm very, very friendly with them. Like, they're great people. I, I love them uh, it, the way people should love each other. But, like, if it came down to me or them, I mean, it, it's going to be them. <laughs> if my boat can only fit five people and they're number six, I can be like, if you touch Sorry. my boat, I'm going to punch you in the face. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just... Everybody has their limits, and everybody's circle is only but so big, you know? So. True. 
Yep. I was going to say, Avienda, Avienda, go back to this. Mm-hmm. We talked earlier how she wasn't a Rand fan before, but she went in there and she, she came back and she's definitely not a Rand fan. Like, it's worse. Uh, but then if you combine that with what calms her down and convinces her to go do this task to serve Rand or be with Rand, whatever, and listen in on him, the reason is, from her perspective, for Elaine. So, she got a thing for Elaine. We already know this. Sure, but if it has to do with Elaine... And before she was a little bit upset with Rand because of the whole, I love you, I don't love you, I don't know, I'm not treating you properly, I'm not the best boyfriend, da 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 da. But now it's like, fuck no, I can't fucking stand this guy. Right? Loves me, loves me not. (laughs) (laughs) All right? If it's on the same topic, maybe she saw something, maybe she knows something. Maybe. Elaine ends up dying, and it's Rand's fault. It maybe it's it, it's got to be more mm. than just a little heartbreak for Avienda to be so mad. Mm. Well, I mean, Avienda does find out that he's going to be the one to like destroy all that she knows. I don't think she cares so too much that. about her culture and all that she knows. For whatever reason, I think she cares more about Elaine. And I think there is, it's not just a sexual thing. It's like, I, I think she, I think she's in love with Elaine. They're sisters. Well, yeah. I mean, whatever you want to call it, sister wives, I don't, whatever yeah. crazy ass name you want to give it. But mm-hmm. there is a real connection yeah. between her and Elaine for whatever reason. Um, and she's over the top pissed at Rand now, which makes me think that something that she found out in Ridion has to do with Rand really fucking over Elaine and the worst way that could be is her death or maybe Rand abandons her when she needs him or something something or he's directly or indirectly responsible for what was that Chris I said or he still picks a Gwen I don't know that's enough for him to be doubly or triply you have reason to be mad at a Gwen too I just I feel like no it's really not but when you when you couple like the destroying of the Aes Sedai on top of, you know, going with uh, Gwen over Elaine, and you know, when you kind of tie all of it together like that, then you could be like, well, maybe he just is philandering a little too much. We shall see. Liking. I think it. I think we her shall. pissed offness has to do with Elaine we for will. sure, because that was her only motivation for going and I spying agree. on him. Okay. Anything else from these chapters? Nah. Okay. Who's your guys' favorite character? Ah, shit. Mm, That's the hard one. I was probably most entertained by Elaine and her costume changes. (laughs) And I'm not trying to (laughs) sound shallow by that, but I just... I've been in that position where your mind runs in so many different directions where you think so many different things, but there was like a, uh, outward projection of that in Teleron Riyadh where her mm-hmm. feelings for Rand and how she saw herself and everything, it changed so many times in just a short amount of time. She said, Oh, okay. this is cool. Maybe 
the sea folk look at this oh wait elaine's here let me try and oh wait now we're talking about rand and this i fit but i feel i'm mad at rand i'm happy at rand i'm mad at rand i want to be sexy for rand i'm closed off towards rand and her costume changes it was i was entertained it was great yeah that was fairly entertaining um mm-hmm. so i agree with you on that as far as like a was, favorite go ahead i was gonna say it wasn't matt with the what? Fool, that's my weapon, man. Don't back off. I paid for that shit. <laughs> I mean, you, you got to know, everybody Everybody listening that has been listening has to know that that he was a contender. But I also, I got to spread the love, so I can't just constantly love on Matt. I do like that he was like, you because... he was like, first of all, I'll fight all of you motherfuckers. Don't care. Second of all, it was given to me, and I paid for it dearly. I'm going to keep it. Who wants to fight? <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> I do love that, but yeah, but Elaine, how about you, Chris? Favorite character? What is our what is our 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 head? I said I lady his name again. Um, or, or Swan? No, I'm sorry, not I said I, but Amis. Oh, bear. Amis. Or yes. a bear's the older She's one. Amis is the Amis one. Amis is the the dream teacher. Amis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amis has kind of got to be my favorite because she's a G. Like, when you yank somebody out of their dream into your dream and then you turn into a snake monster on them and then you scold them and then you make them tie their hair up and then you go after Rand and then you put Miranda in her place. Like, in, in, literally in two <laughs> chapters, she has flipped everybody's role and become Queen She's Biatch. a manipulator. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she is. And she owned it all of it so i'm giving it to her this go around she's my favorite character for this chapter she deserves it the end on that that's yeah. pretty good yeah that's pretty i good. don't dislike that pick that's pretty good uh, Mises, Mises is awesome um all right yeah. so i hope she doesn't die anytime yeah. soon so next time on the will reads so we'll be covering two chapters uh misdirections and emory stand it just popped in my head. Amise is going to fight Lanfear. I might pronounce that wrong. I think Amise. So I think it's one of these scenarios where Amise trains Egwene, and then Egwene learns a bunch, and then Amise ends up fighting Lanfear and dying while fighting Lanfear, and then Egwene steps up her game and she she surpasses. She she goes beyond what the teacher could teach her. That's what my thought is. I like that. Put that in the. Uh, if it if it doesn't come true, that's a fan fiction yeah, spinoff right, for sure. I Man, it's Battle of the Dream World. We should definitely do that. Battle We're gonna write World. our own fan fiction. This be battles in the Dream World. Five, oh, kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, Land Landfair was pretty emphatic that she owned it. It was hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I don't think she's a fan of other other people dabbling in it. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about misdirections? The other one, Emery Stand. That's just a. Uh, I give you guys a hint. It's just a place. What's mis- misdirections? Directions. First name. Uh, body. It's fluids. Miss, not Mrs. <laughs> body fluids. Uh, miss body fluids. Oh. <laughs> I was well, waiting for so... you to get that. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> For everybody listening has no uh, idea what we're talking about. So in high school, we had a bus driver, and I can't remember what her real name was. Lawanda um, or Lawanda? That's what it no, was. No, that's what we called her. 
That's what we called her. I don't even know. She never told us her name. She never told us her name. But like it was the first day, pick us up from school, and there's a girl we went to school with, and she was very loud. The girl we went and was kind of abrasive sometimes, and like yells from the back of the bus, like bus driver, what's your name? She's like, I ain't telling you my name, and like. She's like, is that your name tag up there? And it was the body fluids kit, like for With like body fluids someone, cleanup like, kit, cleanup throws kit up case, or like, something. Someone, yeah. <laughs> someone goes throws up or something like that. It said body fluids. I was like, are you Miss Body Fluids? <laughs> it it probably doesn't even sound that funny. Y'all are like, okay, Miss Body Fluids. What's funny is for the rest of the year, we'd get on the bus and be like, what's up, Miss Body Fluids? And eventually, she didn't even. She didn't even want to show that it bothered her. She'd be like, hey, how's it going? She would respond to it. We'd be in the backseat and be like, Miss Body Fluid. She'd go, what's up? And we're like, oh, man. <laughs> Good old Miss Body Fluids. She owned it. Lawanda. Yeah. She did also put hexes on us. Like, she literally. Did. When she she mumbled under her breath and then like, lit some and hair like, on tums. fire. <laughs> we're like, like, throws a, like, everything hurts. just cursed us. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> I loved her though. She was great. Uh, she was she was awesome. Yeah, Wanda. That's that was Wanda. Yeah, because we we'd Wanda. always sing. Um, instead of my girl, we'd sing Wanda. Like Wanda, 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 Wanda talking about Wanda. Wanda. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Good times, memories. Um, so yeah, misdirections. Um, we might be directed in a miss way. Never or it might before. be like or it might be like choices where there's really just a clear right. cut line. <laughs> this yeah. is more mature <laughs> choices. Right. Yeah, I think it's. I'm gonna tell it, you. Is is this our like a Rand chapter? Is this a? Is he gonna like a, completely throw? Point of view off? is Matt. Misdirections. The Aiel broke camp early and we're away <laughs> from Ridian. Yeah, so oh. that's where we're at. Yeah. yeah, we're with the boys. But it's a it's well, a Matt. Here, I guess I can say that. We know Matt's a big gambler. Yeah, and then so, uh, Emmer Stan, the the chapter symbol is the Trolloc symbol. Just right. give me that one. <laughs> so fun times ahead, guys. Um, should be a fun chapters. Hmm. So it's Trolloc, and it. It starts with the sun still stood more than its own height above the jagged western horizon when Rorik, ooh, Rorik, still in the waste. Wow, interesting. All right, so interesting. All right, so that's what we got going on next week. Um, so I want to go ahead and finish this up. So how are we can be found? Can I real quick? Little... Oh sure. Um, Chris, behind you, there's a headboard with is. Uh-huh. Is that is that like wrought iron? Uh huh. Okay. Seems rather close to the wall. What's on the other side of that wall? Who who y'all keeping up at night? <laughs> the other side of that wall is uh the living room. I'm the guest room. Okay. That used to be in her old apartment, and I don't know who lived in the place next to us, but I felt bad for them. I was just looking <laughs> at that, and I was like, I could not have I that because I'd either hurt myself, that. herself, or keep the other people. <laughs> Oh, wait. I've had to replace a number of screws. In yeah, I, I believe it. It's very intricate, very pretty. If, that was, very at, pretty. if, if that was at the foot, maybe, but at the head against the wall, oh. that's all trouble. used to be straight, and then I grabbed them all up. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm surprised there aren't a couple that are 
bent right now. Sorry, do you have to include this Alan? Just <laughs> anyways. So, how have you found um, Chris's headboard? Um, <laughs> you can you can win it. So we're gonna give it away. Uh, no. So how have you found at the Will Reads uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, YouTube, um, any podcast platform? Just Google us. Also, thewillreads.com. That's our website. You can find links to all sorts of cool stuff there, um, including um, our, our awesome Discord. That is growing every day thanks to some of our Discord members like Sopath, who just keep on inviting more and more people. Uh, we have lots and lots of first-time readers. We are very first-time reader safe. It's our top priority for our mod team is to keep our first-time readers safe, and they pride themselves on doing that. So if you are a first-time reader and you want some place to discuss your thoughts and not be spoiled, uh, Discord's a great place to do it. Um, if you have read all the books, it's still a great place. We have lots of uh, spoiler-filled channels uh, that are blocked to our first-time readers uh, where we talk about all sorts of things there and also just channels where we talk about just other random dumb stuff. Yeah, because it's not all dumb. I mean, we, we share pictures of pets, and pets aren't dumb. So, um, Guess what, guys? Also, we, we share updates like there's only 99 yes. sleeps until yeah. Christmas, yeah. until December. Like stuff like that. You're welcome. Exactly. Um, also, you can find ways to support us there. Uh, we can be supported uh, by just listening to us. That's the number one way. Uh, but also, you can buy our merch. We do have more merchandise coming. We're adding more things to the store um, shortly. Um, I will be actually adding a uh, baby onesie line. I'm not even joking about that. Uh, we are going to have the Will Reads onesies. So if you have kids mm -hmm. or know some people that are expecting, you can uh, you can buy onesies. Uh, I thought I was done, but I'm a make babies. If you have that, we're good. <laughs> yes, making babies. And we're actually we, we might actually cut the whole line of different things for that mm -hmm. for, for our baby line. Um, and then you know you, uh, just you can have... buy clothing. For newborns, if we have newborn sizes, and you can donate it to hospitals, and they will dress them in it. So we could do like a whole, well, I don't know what they're doing with COVID. If they put all the babies together to look at through the window, maybe they don't do that anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But we put them all in Wheel of Time onesies. That'd be great. Or Wheel Reads onesies. Yeah. Yeah. Wheel Reads onesies. Exactly. I, of course, we, I have a kid on the way, so I'll be buying some, some onesies there. Um. And then um, you also we have new T-shirts coming as well, um, so that's coming. New designs they're coming to the store. Also, we can be supported on Patreon. Um, apparently, we will be getting a tattoo. There's been a request in Discord chat that will we get to pick the de design for at least my tattoo? Um, maybe. <laughs> I don't really like other people mm. picking my stuff that I'm going to put on me permanently. You um, can submit so, your top four uh, choices. I, I don't think that's going to be a. An option. I think I'm going to pick what I put on myself, but but I will get a tattoo um, if we get to 100 patrons. Um, we still have the competition that Chris put out there for the uh, reviewing us. I don't know if we hit 50. Uh, have we uh, have we hit 50? Yeah, we have still you guys checked it recently? I know. Okay. What day is today? Um, today. No. What day is it? Is it? Is it? Is it January? Is it January? No, it's August, man. No, we do not. We have. We still. We're still in the high forties. We're forty six ratings. So rate us on. Uh, uh, that's on Apple. Uh, so when we have fifty ratings on Apple. We will definitely give away something. And you have to write the review. You can't just go yeah, put the stars. It's a written review, not just a rating. Yeah, written review. We'll give away something for that. Um, that's easy. Just go on Apple and 
write a review. You don't have to listen right. on Apple. You can just go type in the Will Reads on Google and find us the on Apple Podcasts. The teacher rank Podcast. said, I need a full paragraph that is three to five sentences. I would like proper grammar. Mm, proper kidding. grammar does count, <laughs> apparently. Um, and, yeah, uh, patrons, are great, like I said, great way supported us. Um, so uh, you get all sorts of benefits with that, including listen to us live record. Uh, at higher levels, you get things like early release of the episodes, uh, full video of us talking. Um, I know I give the little uh, snippets out to everyone, but we get you get full video uh, episodes at higher levels. Um, and then as well as uh, things like merch at higher levels and things like that. So lots of cool things. Um, think about joining our patron. It's a great way to support us. It can help us do things like more giveaways and buying things like Chris's new computer and more equipment that helps us more... Chris, 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 Chris. It all adds up. It just helps us get more and more stuff. Yeah. So, um, that's all about. That's all I got, really. Um, so, anything for you guys? Until next time. Peace. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Wheel of Reads. See y'all next time. Okay, we're live. (laughs) Did you you slide us down in Discord, too? I'm doing it. Give me, give me a second. Give me a second. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Curls. We are still early. We don't. We don't. I don't need that negative negativity in my life. We're early for being late. Yeah. Hmm. I, don't, I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Anyways, how's everybody doing tonight? Hey, everybody. Hi. Guys, I'm finishing up this popcorn. You know, when we get to the bottom, and it's like a handful of kernels. This is like uh-huh. the perfect Pop, bag. Go, go. There's like six or seven non-edible kernels, but then there's like a dozen half-popped, which are like my favorite, where they're, you could still eat them, but they're super crunchy. I got mm. a lot of them. <laughs> perfect timing. Nice. Can you all hear us? Yeah, can you hear me? Probably not. Yes, yes. Can you hear Chris? Chris, mic check. Can you hear me? That guy? Mm-hmm. She's just kind of poofing out a little bit. Yeah, I've like got to be free. Just nodded if you can hear me. Tell no Is there Otherwise, women who are named <laughs> Singing like five different songs. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love it. I'm bird and the captain. Twice he shall be marked with a heron, twice with dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Twice with the mushroom. Oh, yeah, he got marked. He got branded. (laughs) Brand, all that's left is the mushroom tattoo. Where does that come from? Land stands up, unzips. (laughs) Come here, boy. (laughs) Do you like my name for tonight? (laughs) Cool cat's dude. What's mine saying? Dude. No step on snake. (laughs) Don't tread on me. Yeah, right. The cheesy version of trying to be independent but not being independent. It's like those people that buy the Don't Tread on Me license plates and they pay the government extra money to have it. <laughs> yeah. You fools. <laughs> the hate is freeze?
Uh, I've not anyways. yet begun to pay taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, I got like three, uh, three of these half pop kernels left on my. Yeah, um, we're waiting for Ian to finish eating eating popcorn. You know why we like eating popcorn? Because it makes your mouth go. Name that movie. <clears throat> Butternuts. Butter squash. It's buttercup. Butternuts. <laughs> Say his name. Butternuts. <laughs> Why? So yeah. It's a great movie. <clears throat> Gosh, I'm dying. Yeah. When you have a scratchy yeah. throat, like popcorn is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a horrible idea. Down scratchy times 10. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we, are we ready to go? We got the yeah. wine. What are we drinking? Hold on. Let's do that first. Um, so I saw I saw wine. I saw wine. It is Da Vinci. Ooh. Yonte. Uh, yeah. Nothing Yonte. fancy. We're not going back too far. I, I'm, I'm doing the claw. White claw. Meow. <laughs> the claw. Just doing a protein shake. Protein shake. Oh, look at you all healthy. Look at no, that. we hit the gym. We've been hitting the gym pretty hard. Okay. Tell me, Chanel. We put we doing um, one rep max testing right now. She squatted two forty five. Half of my reserve unit could not do that. She's <laughs> that's five foot five, and she squats her body weight. Nice. That's crazy. That was that was a one rep. <laughs> yeah, but I took her from. Um, 65 pounds and increase it by 15 pounds every and, time. Oh, yeah. And just so it wasn't like... Dang. Yeah. Was mm. that today? Exactly. That was today. All right, let me know how she's walking tomorrow. We did. That's the real test. Y'all are still young, though, so y'all could probably recover quick. But Yeah. We did leg curl and leg extensions, and she did 205 on both. Dang. Oh, yeah. She would, she would smoke half my reserve unit. I'm telling you, these guys don't do nothing. Um... My squat max has gone down. I only hit six. I picked up my daughter who weighs like twenty five pounds today. <laughs> and, and hurt your back and collapsed two discs and he's gonna yeah. have spinal fusion surgery now. And I can't stand up now. <laughs> I'm an old man. If you, zoom, if you zoom out, he's in a wheelchair right now. I the chair does have wheels. <laughs> it spins. <laughs> <laughs> So are we start do this spinning episode, slowly with your shoot? arms out, and then and then bring your mm-hmm. arms and legs in. I've done that with my son. Like we we were both in the yeah while trying yeah we both in the chair and spin around. I did that with my son. He's like that's crazy. Like, yeah, it's awesome. Check it out. <laughs> it's yeah. really crazy when you watch Winter Olympics and the figure skaters do it, and they go from while well, they're spinning pretty fast to like they're fucking time traveling, like just mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Like Tam. Like Tam. Like, Tam. like a t-shirt that we're coming. It's coming. The t-shirt. Hey, anyway, let's get started this episode. So, it, so Chris has to work tomorrow at, at the Buttcrack of Dawn. Um, and actually, he has to come up before the dawn. So he who comes before the dawn is going to be Chris. Okay, let's go ahead and get started. Mm, Brief pause. Leave the, the jokes to Salad. I will. <laughs> All right. 